wake up in the fortress of distortion I'm in war with my emotions Hey everybody, before you get into the Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse review, uh, we just need to take a few moments, or a few, not a few minutes, but a few moments here, um, to remember, of course, Stan Lee. Now, if it wasn't for Stan Lee, this film might not even exist. Uh, the MCU might not exist, Marvel might not exist, uh, we don't, we don't know what, what would have happened, but he's, of course, responsible for it, and, uh, of course, Stan, Stan Lee himself recently passed away. Uh, so, yeah, it's, um, you know, we owe, we all owe a big thank you to Stanley, not just for Marvel and superheroes and, and Spider-Man and that sort of stuff and his influence there, but, uh, I've seen the rounds that, uh, he had influence on, influences on a lot of other stories and stuff. Um, I've heard that he got involved with Skybound at one point and he was an influence in some capacity to The Walking Dead, uh, from Robert Kirkman and everything. Of course, you guys, you guys know that series. Um... But no, we we all owe Stanley a lot, and um, he will be he'll be remembered as one of the biggest icons in the entertainment industry. Period. Uh, it's not just for comic books, not just for films, but you know, TV and uh, the, the entire medium itself. Um, in terms of people that are big in this industry, I can't think of many people that have had the influence that Stanley's had. Um, the only the only other person I could really think of is George Lucas obviously for Star Wars and everything but um, that hasn't always been a, a, a safe sailing ship and stuff like I, I don't mean to come here and compare people to Stanley and stuff but I'm just thinking of you know he was a massive influence in this industry and one of the biggest creators in this industry and uh, you know in, in terms of people like him George Lucas is the only kind of per other person I can think of but um, I do think Stanley's a bigger influencer and a, a, a more important person perhaps than, than George Lucas and everything um, but no we owe a lot to him and I just thought I'd take a couple of minutes here to uh, to remember Stanley to thank him and to say rest in peace and I guess Excelsior uh, so thank you guys for listening to this first part of the, of the podcast uh, now you guys can move into the uh, the reviews for Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse. See you for that. Hello and welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it's a 2018... I guess it's a reboot. I guess it is. It kind of is. But it's, it's, it's the start of a new universe. It's not like, you know, the Tom Holland Spider-Man... Um, which is, you know, uh, an MCU reboot. This is its own universe and that kind of stuff. So it's 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 the uh, the Venom verse of the animated world, but much better, <laughs> and uh, has more characters in it, you could say. Um, so did I like this film? Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It's got a couple of problems here and there, which I'll talk about in a minute. But overall, the execution of it and what they what they set out to do and their uh, kind of not reboot, they're kind of start up or they're sort of start of this universe. 
was done very well. Um, I want to make some maybe unexpected comparisons to Justice League and how this kind of this takes the problem that Justice League had. It kind of improves it, but still sort of has it, but but in a much less capacity. And what I mean by that is the problem is much less uh, or not as bad in this film. Um, and that is the idea of um, you know putting all these all these characters into the universe because you start with Miles and his life and all that. You introduce Peter. You have what happens there. There will be spoilers in this podcast, but much later I will give you guys a warning as I always do, uh, and it will be let's say bigger spoilers than what happens in Wreck-It Ralph. So I'll give you guys much more of a clear warning and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it will probably be after the housekeeping section. So once I get into that and do all that stuff, I'll give you guys a warning and then you can uh, you know, go see the pause the podcast, go see the film, come back and then listen to the rest of the podcast. But uh, we're not there yet. So don't, don't leave the podcast yet. Um, I think with essentially having... Um, you know, Miles, Gwen Stacy and Peter all in this film, and, uh, you know, I can talk about those things because they're all in the trailer and stuff, uh, and they're, like, you know, publicly released material, and they're advertised and all that kind of stuff, having those characters come in, they, they manage that very well, I really like their kind of explanation of the multiverse, and the reason it kind of works a bit more than Justice League is because in Justice League, and we did review it, me and David, uh, a, a while ago, whenever it came out last year, um, Justice League has this thing of like, hey, I'm Aquaman, I'm just here, I'm just popping up, and there's like, that's kind of it. With this, it's like, hey, I'm Gwen Stacy, hey, I'm Peter Parker, and granted, you know who these characters are, pretty much, already? Like, you might not, you might know less about who Miles Morales, the main protagonist, is than one of the second main characters, obviously Peter Parker, most known as being Spider-Man, and then Gwen Gwen Stacy might be new to some people, uh, obviously Spider-Gwen, um... And that sort of thing, but I think they're they the way they introduce. I'll say the way they introduce those characters and some of the other ones, which we'll talk about later, like Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir and and the other one. Uh, and the way they kind of give them like ten second little, hey, I'm so and so, and I've been doing this for two years or twenty six years, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened. It does it in a way of like, hey, you know who Spider Man is, and we're gonna rush through the origin story of him because you know it and we're gonna show it to you as like a slight joke but like fast forward through it because you already know like who he is and stuff and i i like i really like the the way they dealt with miles in this as well um with like him coming in and some people might not know who he is as much and stuff and you know they're all spider-men or spider-man or spider-women or whatever you want to say um they're all spider the spider-man characters and they all have to get introduced but I feel like with Miles, him coming in and saying like, hey, this is his school, Gwen goes there, he's got this uncle, uh, this is his family, his dad's a cop, da 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 and then they go through that. And that's what, like 15, 20 minutes of the film? And then like, hey, gets bit by a spider, you know what that means. Here's his uncle, and you know, there's the, this is what he means to him, and his dad doesn't like Spider-Man. And um, I felt like they they told it at a good pace where you don't need... I really don't think in 2018 we need, like, full origin... Unless it's for really unknown people, like Plastic Man, who DC are making a film for. Um, I really don't think in 2018 where you have, like, um, 
you know, your mainstream superheroes like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, those sorts of characters. Everybody knows their origins and stuff. And it's cool that they, they basically, with Miles, to me, showed, like, hey, this guy's Spider-Man, but he's different. Like, his family's different, his situation's different, uh, and this and that, and he doesn't know about the, the Spider-Man stuff. And it shows you a quicker way of getting introduced to that character that's very efficient. And then I like what they, basically I like what they do with when they get to Peter and they get to Gwen and they get to the other two and Spider-Ham and all that. And they say like, hey, this is very similar, like someone died in our lives and um, like we got bitten and then we became this and that. But it shows you it very quickly. But uh, yeah, but like with Miles being the lesser known, I, I guess you do have, you know, the, the, the sort of... Um, Diva-esque Spider-Man, and D- I'm referring to Diva because she's a character from Overwatch who's very similar to this to the um, Mech type um, Spider-Man in this one. Um, yeah, the way they introduce the characters is really good and really kind of efficient. But with Miles having a bit of a different story and it being similar to the main, you know, who we all know as the main character, uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man, I felt like that they did that very well. I also feel like them explaining like, hey, we kind of come from different universes and being like, okay, this uh, was it the Hadron Collider, Hydron Collider, that being a big part of it, and like, hey, Kingpin's trying to do this thing where I think he's trying to get um you know his his um family back um and that sort of stuff was a good explanation and they they don't really shove any of this down your throat either so that that's really good as well um but no to keep things spoiler free and that sort of stuff um and to finish my general consensus um this is a really good start to what's going to be a big uh spider-man universe and this is one that's more understandable to have separate from the MCU first of all it's this animated separate unit you can clearly tell it's different whereas when you know when this film gets announced and you see it's animated as Miles Morales you're like okay this probably isn't in the MCU and it's probably its own thing when Venom comes out everyone's like oh where's Spider-Man is this part of the MCU is it going to be R-rated and they failed on all those fronts and um yeah this I I really think because it's Sony and Marvel as well isn't it with with uh Venom, they should really just look at the film that they just made and be like, okay, let's take some cues from this and introduce some more characters. Uh, granted, you know, Venom, a bit different. They wanted to do a bit more of the origin stuff and it was, it was a different situation. Um, but, uh, no, they, they do a very good job of ex- establishing this as kind of, okay, it's his own thing, this is who this is and that is and this is the story and da 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 um, and also it being really fun and stuff. There were certain... Um, Colin uh, pointed this out on Facebook. And he said about the film being a bit blurry. And I remember the first sort of 10-15 minutes when you are getting introduced to Miles. And um, there were certain parts in the background. And I was like, wait a minute, why is that blurry? And then I, was like, I, I thought for a second. I, I genuinely had a moment of like... You know if you watch something in 3D and you don't have the glasses on. It wasn't quite that bad. Uh, like, because if you do, if you watch a 3D film with like, glasses on, like, the colours are out of place and that sort of stuff. But I was like, okay, is the, you know, because they have the projector that um, projects it onto, like, the, the screen and all that stuff. I was like, is there something wrong with the, like, focus machine with it? But eventually, after, like, they did a lot of the Miles story, it sort of just faded away. Um, some bits later it came back in, but it was ne- it never, like, ruined the film. It was just a little bit of a, like, small distraction at the start as to, like... Okay, why why is that like blurry? Is it supposed to be three D? Is the thing out of focus? Did it not like what's what was the issue with that? But um, it was something that didn't bother me too much, but was a, a small issue that some people might pick up upon to pick uh, pick up on. Yeah, so 
Um, Alright, I need to get into spoilers, but don't run away just yet because I'm going to tell you guys everything that's happening on Entertainment Talk, so stay tuned for that. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile Send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today. Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so the mid-season finales continue. We, of course, have Walking Dead, Good Place, The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow is this week, depending on when you're listening, as well as the Elseworlds crossover. We also had the Black Lightning mid-season finale, uh, which was actually today. Me and Robert did an update podcast for that. Uh, Film reviews, I've just recorded my review for Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, however you want to call that, and uh, you guys can check that out as well. It should be released around the same time as as what this film is, as what this podcast is released. Um, iTunes stuff, that's the kind of big updates. I finally finished updating the the old feeds and putting the new new and old episodes in, in those feeds as well, so you guys should see that. Uh, popping up as well um just a very quick note and i will be doing a more focused podcast on this uh, i will be abandoning the current entertainment talk main feed in the new year you guys don't have to worry about that yet basically what's going to happen is when i'm ready to abandon that feed and move on to the new one which has already been created and updated and that that was part of that process uh, i will put a podcast out in that feed letting you guys know what to do where you can go and subscribe to the new feed and stuff but if you want to go and do it now i suppose or check the the itunes feeds because there's also the chat podcast that got launched as well that's going to be focusing on uh general chat uh, behind the scenes and mental health you guys can either search for the podcast on entertainment talk on the podcast platform of your choice or you can head over to the itunes post uh how you get to that is obviously the categories drop down menu you click on the podcast uh, menu as well don't click on podcast click on the the little drop down menu for that and then the itunes feed post will be in that and then all of the current feeds are listed in there they're also available on spotify as well most of them should be i submitted them recently as well some of the newer ones but that's basically what's going to be happening with that feed uh random gaming talk me and robert talked about um but yes there'll be an update podcast in that feed when i'm ready to uh, leave that behind so don't worry about that yet just wait for that episode to pop up because uh, there's new stuff that's going to be coming out in that feed uh towards the end of the year as well uh yes gaming talk me and robert uh we finished gaming talk for the year we'll of course be back next year uh we talked about the uh, q1 
2019 games because of course we don't know what's going to come out in like October 2019 that stuff hasn't been announced yet we're not at E3 yet uh, but we know release dates roughly in like January, February, March, April uh, so we talked about what it, in that selection what we're looking forward to and stuff we also talked about uh, the mess at Bethesda which continues even continued today uh, so that's I guess interesting uh, it, it's such a mess it's really such a mess um, so that's that is happening as well um, yeah so that's basically um there's some other there's other stuff that's coming out that I'm not going to tell you guys about because I'm going to wait for you guys to kind of discover it when it comes out uh yeah speaking of the DC shows as well we have Legends of Tomorrow mid-season finale this week as well as the annual Elseworlds crossover and that's going to be some fun to do as well uh but yeah look out for that stuff and more coming soon which I'm not going to talk about yet on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice okay back to Spider-Man um so I felt like it was at first I felt like it was a bit cheesy and a bit cliche but I like the uh, by the way I'm into spoilers now leave now pause the podcast do whatever you need to do to to turn it off I gave you guys uh, and, and I'm giving you guys a bit more of a warning because the spoilers in this are bigger than the spoilers uh, in Wreck-It Ralph too so uh leave now pause the podcast go and see the film uh turn your audio down do whatever you need to do to shut the podcast off uh or just simply pause it i, I suppose you, you can do that as well pause the podcast go and see this film it's great it's a lot of fun uh and then come back and if you do pause the podcast you can just play it right from where you left off and then you can join me in the spoiler section but please leave now i gave you guys a warning that i would be doing this after the housekeeping section uh there's some big spoilers in here so <clears throat> so please leave now and don't be spoiled. Um, okay, feel like I've given you guys enough warning. Have you left yet? Are those of you who want to stay ready? Um, okay, I'm gonna jump into spoilers. See, I felt like it was quite interesting the twist with the uncle, um, like with Miles's uncle and him being, uh, you know, the um, what the hell was that character's name? Because when he pops up first of all, when he's like purple, he kind of looks a bit. It looks a bit like Deadpool with a cape. But like a pur- it it's sort of like if you took Deadpool, made him purple, which I there's probably some purple versions out there, n- knowing the, the silliness of Deadpool. You you make Deadpool, you make him purple, you give him a cape, and you give him like not Wolverine claws, but like claws. And as soon as he popped up on screen, I was like, okay, I should should I know who this Spider-Man character is? Because I know who like you know the the mutated Green Goblin is, and you know Spider-Man. Obviously, I know who that. Is. <laughs> obviously, I know who that is. Uh, and then like Kingpin comes in and all this kind of stuff, and Doc Ock comes in later and everything. Um, but I was sitting there for you know they they had the first little scene when he pops up, and I was like, who who is this guy? I was so like not confused, but I was just sitting there trying to work out who it is, and I was like, is this a villain that I just can't think of? But I still don't know who that was. Um, but the uncle plays him, or like you know, it's, it's revealed later, and that was a really cool scene. The way that's revealed, he he, he sort of uh, Miles is using his uh, invisibility stuff and um, and that sort of thing, uh, and then like he reveals himself later. I felt like that was a remix Uncle Ben scene, but for Miles. Um, but because as soon as he dies, he's like in the alley and stuff, and he, he's dying or whatever, and Miles comes up to him, and he he wasn't like, hey, great power comes great responsibility and all that sort of stuff, but um, yeah, he gets revealed as that, and I was like, okay, this is a bit Uncle Ben-esque, and then I like the way that they tie, tied it in when, uh, what's it, the uncle dies, and then Miles meets up with all the others later, including Spider-Ham, um, <laughs> Spider-Ham, and um, you know, Peter's like, yeah, my uncle died, and then, what was it, he said my uncle Ben died, and then the noir Spider-Man was like, my uncle Benjamin died? 
I was like, okay, alright, I see how, like, you can have some similarities, I suppose, although, Uncle Ben's called Benjamin, like, that's his full name, uh, and then one of the others was like, yeah, it was my mum, I think that was what, uh, who is it who said that, can't remember, um, and then, yeah, the, the Gwen said it was my, it was my friend, and then the others said who, who they had died, uh, I liked some of the other Spider-Man, obviously the, the whole mech-based one was, was something a bit different, I'm not sure if I'd call that a Spider-Man, or a Spider-Woman, or a Spider-Man, or what what that is, um, but I didn't have a problem with it, like, I, I was still able to enjoy the character and stuff, uh, Spider-Man Noir, I think I've seen that one before, that was kind of cool, uh, obviously Spider-Man, and, and the Miles Morales Spider-Man and stuff, um, and Spider-Gwen. I'm glad that they give Spider-Gwen a different name. Because Miles and Peter are both called Spider-Man. They're both called the exact same thing. But I like when they essentially have... Because I know there is Spider-Woman as well. Which I think is a red suited one. Uh, that I've seen pictures of here and there. But then they have Spider-Gwen. Which is... You know. They, they give a slightly different name. And it's the female character. And it's like the... It, she's the more... Uh, more known female character of, of the Spider-Men. Spider-Man characters. Um, so she was cool to see. I've not seen her, like, fully in a live-action thing ever. I've read a few comics and seen, like, some bits here and there and stuff of her. Uh, but I've never really seen her, like, in, in this way uh, as well. Same for kind of Miles. I've seen him in some comics and, and, and some games and stuff like that. But never in this sort of way. But uh, I like what they established, you know, with the film having... Okay, this is who all these characters are. And, you know, they all have their own homes to go back to and stuff. Um, it's interesting the way they deal with Kingpin in this. Being, uh, you see the little flashback of... Okay, what was it Jeremy that had the name on the computer? Jeremy and uh, Vanessa. Uh, of course, if you guys watch uh, Daredevil on Netflix, which will no longer be on Netflix. Well, the new seasons, the old seasons will. Uh, if you guys have seen Daredevil on Netflix, you know that Vanessa is, is an important character to uh, Wilson or to... Uh, to um, Kingpin and it was interesting to see that that little origin story just sort of slipped in one of the scenes you know he goes to kind of kill Spider-Man and Vanessa and uh, the, the, the son were like no we, we don't want to, anything to do with you and they drive off and stuff and I, I just like the way they don't spend like 20 minutes on it they sort of just slide it in uh, and have it in one of the Spider-Man scenes that, that was really well done and stuff um, the animation itself, I thought that w was pretty good. It was a little bit, like, colourful at times and stuff. But, um, I get what they were going for. And with, like, Miles' thoughts and some of the uh, the many, many comic panels they had, I get what they were trying to do with having, like, essentially comics come to live in live action. Or having, like, motion comics, kind of, in, in a way, depending on what scenes you're talking about. Uh, and that's not really been done that much in films before, so I appreciated the sort of attempt and the effort to do that. And uh, it, it just gave the superhero genre something a little bit more fresh and stuff. Uh, and I like how, um, you know, you can hear Miles talking and then, you know, when... Um, what was it? I think when, when he's trying to leave the school and the guy's like, hey, Miles, and then... Uh, what was it? One of the speech things is like... You know, don't try try not to be too obvious or whatever. <laughs> and then the, the thing comes up of like, hey, not don't try to be that dumb sort of thing. That that was quite cool. I I like the way they wrote in the the thoughts of like um, narration and stuff like that. And uh, they they have it in some scenes as well where like they have some night scenes. Um, 
and they had like later that night and stuff. I thought that was pretty good. I thought the mystery of Spider-Man dying was uh, really well done, and and the kind of recovery of that was really cool as well. Um, and like yeah, seeing Spider-Man die in this film was a bit weird and like kind of strangely violent. But um, what's what's it? I I kind of knew you know from the trailers and stuff that like. They're not going to establish this animated Spider-Man universe and kill off Spider-Man in the first film. Like that's just not going to happen. But the impact it had on Miles and and some other characters was, and like you know the rest of the world or the city, uh, was was well done and stuff. And I like the sort of hey we're going to bring in the other one from the other universe and use him. And Spider-Man is still dead, but this is the like older version and stuff. That that was quite cool. Mind you, you know, a lot of Arrowverse stuff uh, and that sort of thing. But now I hear that they're going to do... Obviously, this film's probably going to have a sequel. They're going to do female female spin-offs. So whether they're going to have, like, a Gwen Stacy solo film or uh, some of the others for, for some of the other ones. Obviously, they can kind of call each other in and stuff. And I wonder if this is going to be, like, um, Sony's sort of Arrowverse, but in film, but in animation as well. That Like, that maybe they're travelling to, to, to each other's universes and, and that sort of thing. That, that could be kind of cool. So... Uh, yeah, liked Sp- loved Spider-Man into Spider-Verse, it was really cool, and uh, we're getting a lot of Spider-Man stuff. We had the uh, Homecoming in, what was it, 2017, uh, we had um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the Avengers this year, we had the PS4 game, we've got uh, this animated film, obviously, uh, next year we've got... Um, if he comes back to life in the film, uh, it's Spider-Man in uh, Avengers 4 Endgame, and then you've got, um, what's it, Spider-Man, uh, what's it called, Far From Home next year. So a lot of uh, Spider-Man stuff. And the DLC, the final D- DLC is out this Friday as well, so that should be really good. Uh, cool, alright, i got to wrap things up and uh, and get on with things as well. So entertainmenttalk.org is where you can, of course, find all the content and the iTunes feed. Search for Entertainment Talk on the podcast platform of your choice. If you would like to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk... Uh, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talks. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review and subscribe to those feeds as well. Uh, the ones that you're using. Um, and look out for the chat podcast as well. That will be on your iTunes feed and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, word of mouth. Um, tell friends, family, people that you know. Spread, spread the word and everything. That really helps us as well. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact and stuff like that, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, Twitter at etalkuk, there's the Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also an email form you can fill out on the website. Uh, that's in the posts for the website and in the contact page, obviously, as well. Uh, that's in there. Um, what else is there? Yeah, that's how you can get in contact about, about anything, about the show's feedback, any, any of that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels, Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see more of this universe. Maybe next year, maybe the year after. I, I really don't know when they're going to come out with, uh, new editions of these, but, um, really good stuff. I really enjoyed this. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be, well, it's the last film review of 2018 that I'm recording, but you might listen to Wreck-It Ralph first or second, I don't know which one you're going to listen to first, so depending on what you listen to it will either be the last film review of the year that you listen to, or the second to last whatever, but this is the final film review of 2018, and I'll see you guys probably in February for some more films, usually January doesn't have that much does it, so we'll see what happens, but thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time goodbye <laughs>